Tony, did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? Really? Where were they cooked? In Greece. <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? <laughs> this is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us here today. We have our co-host here, Mr. Tony Shore. Thank you for joining us again, Tony. You look lovely. Oh, wow. Well, thanks. Yes. yes. Yeah, I actually, I showered, so it's no, a banner that's a day. Good, it's yeah. a good day. Yeah. Hey, I got an idea for you. A stocking stuffer is going to take some stress off of you for right. the holiday shopping season. Hit me. The KFC, KFC they have a log that smells a fire log that smells like fried chicken. So you pay $19, drop it in the fireplace and your whole house smells like fried chicken. Yeah. That's not going to go over in my home. No? <laughs> Something to consider. Oh no, that's terrible. Is that true? <laughs> it is. I heard last year they sold out within three hours. So they're expecting to, you are kidding yeah. me. People actually have those in yeah. their homes. Yep. How many did you buy? Well, did you stand in line uh, no. this year? <laughs> So this wow. is, that might actually tie into today's show and being, you know, being wise with your money. But uh, what are we talking about today? Honestly, I don't even know. Well, first, we, we opened with a, a very terrible dad joke. I'm going to yep. follow up with another terrible dad joke. A slice of apple pie is two dollars and fifty cents in Jamaica and three dollars in the Bahamas. So these are the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, Mr. wait, Jeff, do you know what the best time of day is? No. 6.30. Why is that? Hands down. <laughs> Hands down, it's the best time of day. Oh, boy. We're, we're losing people left and right. <laughs> yeah, here. that one That one was it just like each one got worse and worse. So three strikes, we're out with the uh-huh. jokes. Well, we've got a, a good show today, folks, uh, other than the, the dad jokes we got out of the way there. But there's uh, so what we're going to talk about today. There's a whole lot about a person that you can figure out based on their personality traits. And today we're going to look into a study that relates personality traits to the likelihood of your success or for failure in retirement in terms of whether or not you're going to run out of money. So really now I've heard they relate personality traits to a lot of things. Like if you have this personality style, you're more likely to succeed at such and such. But I didn't know they ever did a study that relates personality traits to successful retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. It's a a marketwatch.com article, and it basically says if you have these personality traits, you could be at a higher risk of going broke in retirement. So if you're you're interested in learning more about this. But uh, what's unique about this, as you alluded to, is a lot of studies talk about saving and spending in retirement and your age, your marital status, legacy goals, a lot of different uh, factual types things. But this study found that your personality traits can have actually more impact on how likely you are to go broke in retirement or not reach your goals 
um, based on your personality. So we want to make sure we, we take a look at that and stop and have a little bit of uh, self-awareness, which might be, might be painful. Ouch. But. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, uh, I hope this isn't all focused on me. Uh, you know, some of my personality traits, I've heard people say a lot of things about me, Jeff, over the years, but, uh, none of them were ever about uh, me going broke. So, <laughs> well, I swear we're not going to pick on you, Tony. The, the first thing you sh- I should reassure you is that the article said some personality traits actually make you less likely to run into issues with your retirement income. And others, you're going to have some issues. But you think about it, it makes sense. Things like conscientiousness, which is a mouthful, financial, here's a good one, self-efficacy. And those things were directly wow. related to. Good job. <laughs> Say that I'm going to give you best. a little golf clap on that one. <laughs> those can really lead to slower withdrawal rates from your retirement accounts. And that financial self-efficacy is simply a, a sense of resilience and having control over your financial decisions. But if you have slower withdrawal rates from your retirement accounts, people who demonstrate those traits are less likely to run out of money. Makes sense. So being less uh, less loose with the, your, your pockets. So, and now for the flip side of that coin, I assume that means there are other people who are more likely to withdraw their funds faster then. Correct. Exactly. Yes. So some of these are surprising. Uh, it says that people that are creative, adventurous, and seek new ideas and experiences are more likely to run out of money. And if you think about it, that means you're, you're more apt to try new things, spur the moment, not plan, not save. Uh, that kind of makes sense. People who are caring, warm, and sympathetic to others. I think the parallel there is you're, you're more likely to, to give away what you don't have. Uh, people who feel like they're regularly worrying, nervous, or anxious. One of the things I see there in, in working with folks in their retirement plans is you, you hear the headlines and you watch, you know, Fox or CNBC or whatnot. And they're, they're selling advertisements and every headline I was reading one yesterday, you know, the stock market's down for the, uh, by the most since October 4th. Well, that was two months ago. You yeah. Know. Well, Hello. that was not very long ago. Yeah. So that doesn't help to feed into some of those emotions. Right. Another one, people who have recently been experiencing negative emotions of many kinds and, uh, what happens there sometimes if you're, you're feeling down, you might be more apt to spend money to try to feel better, to fill in that hole. So, um, yeah, there's a, a lot, uh, literally there, all of those groups were more likely to have higher rates of withdrawal from their retirement accounts. Yikes. Uh, I think this is where I gulp so loudly it echoes across the entire city because, <laughs> Uh, I think, uh, I'm in some of those groups at least, you know that. Yeah. But it's, that's also pretty cool. You know, you think about some of the, the descriptions there, people that are adventurous, kind, worrisome, whole lot of us fall into some of those categories, but sure. the good news is no single study is going to spell out exactly who you are. You want to be aware of these things and plan accordingly and make sure that you're not, uh, creating yourself, creating issues for yourself. Well, I'm definitely unique. I know that. I've you, had enough people tell yes, me that over yes. the years. Our listeners would that agree. I'm, that I'm super special, Jeff. <laughs> um, well, but seriously, that's a relief. I mean, obviously, uh, this doesn't apply to everyone across the board, but it does make us step back and say, okay, I need to maybe be more conscientious about how I'm uh, spending my money and how fast my money's going out the door, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's great. Yes. So the, the study found that people who are creative and adventurous that we were talking about, they're caring, sympathetic, people are worrisome, 
are more likely to withdraw funds faster. On the flip side, people who demonstrate things like conscientiousness, the self-efficacy, they're intentional about their assets and their plans and how they're using their things. Uh, they're, they're a little bit calmer about things. The idea about all this is that the faster you withdraw money from your retirement savings, the faster you're going to run out. And there's, there's certainly a number of other factors that, that need to be included here as well. Especially in my specific case, right? The pizza budget. So I, I'm already doomed is what you're saying with the pizza <laughs> no, budget? No, no, not by any stretch. Now, I, I said earlier, you even if you fall into one of those categories, it's no reason by itself to, to panic. And this study looked at about 3,600 people in the United States who are 50 or older and looked at their personality traits and a lot of the numbers behind that. So those are averages. Not everyone is, is average. So rather than worry about your personality traits, you might find it beneficial to be proactive about your retirement and make sure that you have a good plan that relates to you and your personality and ah, yep. work with a good financial services professional. That's the right fit for you. That's one of the most important things. Hey, I know a guy. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Don't, to Jeff yeah, Foley. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Don't eight seven seven two one nine three one nine nine. Don't name names. <laughs> um, but no, making sure that you have a good fit with your financial advisor and they're putting a good plan into place. They understand you and you're not dreading going in to see them every time. Um, so that that's important. Well, yeah, I think that's very important. It's a good point. Uh, personality traits aside, working with somebody who's a trusted financial professional, a fiduciary, uh, maybe can help you enact behaviors that will make retirement more attainable for you. Exactly. Yeah. Starts with having a, a plan and we're going to switch gears a little bit. we we'll talk about another uh, marketwatch.com article, how to avoid five common retirement money mistakes. And <clears throat> this talks about a number of different things, but the first mistake in the article is thinking that you can beat the market. And some people do this as they outperform the market but even within our industry, people that are full-time staring at six monitors and watching charts and graphs and whatnot, it, it's hard to do um, in different periods of time. Oh, yeah. You have to focus on that. So the allure of those big gains is enough to draw some people in, and they're often attracted to what's called an, an active investment strategy. And this means you're actively buying and selling stocks to try to get a better return than the market at large, which can be tricky for anyone. So- that's uh, something we're going to talk about. That's a, a mistake that a lot of people make. And a common thing we get asked from people is, well, how does this compare to the S&P or how does this compare to that? We want to make sure the investments you're looking at, how they compare to you and your personal goals. Well, yeah, it's a tough gig to do better than the market, obviously. That's what everybody strives for, but very few, if any, attain. And at the same time, do better than professionals whose entire job it is uh, to try to do just that. I mean, we're not all Warren Buffett, right? That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. There shall be only one. But yes. yeah, kind of the opposite of that active strategy is a what I might call a lazy strategy is I don't want to take any risk. I'm going to put everything in cash. It's going to sit in the bank or my mattress or outside in some hidden place. I wouldn't re necessarily recommend that as well because you're, no. you're running the risk of going broke safely. You got to keep pace with inflation. Inflation last year, 2018 was 2.4%. If you're earning 0.1% at the bank, you're going backwards, uh, in, in terms of the value of your assets, you're not going to see your account value go down from losing, you know, the market declining, but the value of what you have is worth less each year. So you right. make sure that was general inflation. Healthcare costs are significantly higher than that. 
Yeah, and inflation, yeah, inflation loss and just loss of opportunity. You're missing out on any gains the market does have. Correct, exactly. And not saying you should have everything in the market. Yep. To me, every most things have their place. Again, it starts with having a plan based on how you need to use your assets in retirement. What I see a lot of times, you take target date funds, I ran into this situation this week as I met with a couple and they, they're fairly close to retirement. They have their, their plans at work, their IRAs, and they're in 2025 funds, target date funds. And all of their stuff is in those. Target date funds are, are great because they simplify things, puts it on autopilot. The downside of it is you basically created one bucket of assets that it's gearing towards you starting to use those assets at that period of time. Well, you're not going to use all your assets when you retire in 2025 in that example. You're going to use some of your assets then, some of your assets a few years out, and so on. So a big part of what we do is laying out a strategy to put your assets in buckets based on when you need those and take appropriate amounts of risk based on those time frames. Yeah, and obviously everyone's situation is different, but I think it could be very dangerous if you think about the rising cost of healthcare, as you mentioned. You don't want your money to essentially get less valuable while the cost of things you need get higher. Exactly. Yep. That's very right. And the, the, going back to the article, the third mistake they talked about is people who put their money in too many places. And this is something as part of our complimentary second opinion process that we take people through is we'll show you how this applies to you. We know about the importance of diversification. You don't want all of your eggs in one basket, but the opposite of that is you might have the same eggs in multiple baskets. So an example of that, let's say you have 20 different mutual funds through your plans at work, your IRAs, this, that, and the other. And if you drill into what those funds actually own, right now you're going to find Apple's in everything, Google's in everything, yeah. and so on. So you end up owning Apple 10 times through your accounts. That's same eggs in multiple baskets. So it's inefficient and it's costing you money because out of those, let's say, 10 funds, if five of those funds want more Apple and they're adding more to their portfolio and three of them drop Apple because they think the sky is going to fall and two of them just sit there as is, the end result might be a zero return for you, but you paid expenses to get that zero return. Ah, I see. I see where you're going with that. I never quite understood that one, why you don't want to have maybe uh, 10 funds and have all of them have the same stock. Right. Yeah, so those 10 funds, they're not going to get together once a month and say, what are we doing for Tony's portfolio? Yeah, they're not coordinating together. Right, right. right. So you want to make sure you don't have too many things going on. So that's a big part of what we do. If you give us a call, come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan, and we'll show you here's what you actually own and what do you own within what do you own to make sure that you have a good plan in place. Right. So give us a call if you'd like to come in for that complimentary second opinion. Our phone number is 877 877- 219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com Again, financialpaladin.com and also out on our website, you'll find a listing of our upcoming seminars that we hold in the Twin Cities areas. Uh, encourage you to register for one of those events. They're an hour long, great opportunity to, to get some good ideas to help you prepare for retirement and give you a better idea of how we can help you. Yeah. And I think that's what we try to do here on Paladin Financial Talk is let people know how they can get the help they need and really get them thinking about some of these things. So uh, there was another mistake you wanted to talk about as well, right? Yeah. The other one was 
steering too far clear of your savings. And in other words, being too afraid to use those assets. And again, people that are listening, we have to generalize some things. It depends on your personal situation. It's another reason to, to give us a call and come in for that second opinion. But some people that have enough assets, enough social security, maybe a pension, they've spent years, decades of putting that money away and saving it and scrolling it away. And when they retire, they're afraid to take any of it out. It yeah. doesn't feel natural. Right. So you want to, if you've done that hard work for years, you want to make sure that you're able to enjoy that. Um, we want to have some set aside for down the road, but uh, be reasonable about how you're using those assets. Right. And uh, it's funny you say it like that because I personally wouldn't need to be reminded to spend money uh, <laughs> in retirement, but but it makes sense that certain people uh, might clutch onto those retirement funds a little tighter than they even expected or even I expected because you are budgeted and it's your own money you're spending and there's no you know, you don't have that same inflow from a paycheck right. to count on. And, and I think also it's generational too. people who maybe lived through the Great Depression or were raised that way. They, uh, you know, yep. my parents and my uh, my wife's mom, especially, you know, she grew up with very little on a farm and she doesn't like to spend money on anything. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think this stems from if you don't have a plan, you have Fear has an has an, an exit or an entrance into your life. Right. If you have a fe- a plan in place, a good plan that makes sense for you, that can put a, a door to that fear, and you'll have confidence to know I'm making some good decisions here. Sure. And tying in with your example, people that have lived through the depression or were impacted by that, I met with a a younger gentleman this week whose mom had uh, lost a lot of money back in the the oil crash in, oh, in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Well, that hit his family hard, and that's impacted who he is today. Even though he's younger, generally you'd be more aggressive. He's more on the conservative end because of that. So having a good plan in place will give him more confidence to to make some good decisions. Um, the next mistake we're going to talk about is feeling trapped by real estate. So for most people, that's going to be your house, that you have a lot of value you've built in into that, both monetary and sentimental. Yep. So we'll first focus on the monetary value. So that means for many retirees and pre-retirees, their home might be their primary asset or significant part of things. And that's good to have assets. But when that primary asset is something that has so much sentimental value, it can be hard sometimes to make the decision to get rid of that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, unless you're forced to because you, you can't physically live in the house any longer. So even if that's vital to the retirement income that you're depending on, some people are reluctant to give up that asset. Yeah. And and I've seen those difficult decisions among friends and family as they continue to age. When my uh, grandparents on my mom's side, uh, they were unable to take care of themselves, had to move out and they had to uh, put the farm up for sale. And my mom and her sisters and even some of us grandkids got together and we didn't want the farm to sell. You know, yeah. one of us grandkids thought about, well, I want to live there. Uh, can you, you know, we tried to talk our parents into buying it. You know, one of the three sisters, they had three girls into buying their property. So there is a lot of sentimental value yeah. there. We ended up, they ended up selling it, but, and it all worked out, but I still drive past there once yeah. in a while because it was quite, quite the home and the farm and it's in the family for a long time. So I know that can be very difficult for some people. Yeah. And sometimes you're you're forced to make those difficult decisions. Yeah. It's tough. Um, but it's important to crunch the numbers, look at your the value of your home, how that factors into your retirement plan. 
Again, everyone's situation is, is different. Those are some of the things that we help our clients think through. Do we keep the home? Do we sell that? Do we downsize? What make, what do we need to do from a financial perspective as well? Um, the last thing we'll talk about here is to identify risks that could impact your retirement. So this goes back to having a plan. Part of that planning process is to know what your risks are. So you have things like healthcare costs and long-term care and going back to the house, home repairs. Am I going to run out of money in retirement based on my personality that we talked about earlier? So once you have identified those, you can put together strategies to avoid them and build those strategies into your personalized retirement plan. Yeah. And I know uh, you always talk about ways to avoid falling victim to some of these retirement money mistakes, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then the, the, another thing to look at there is to be 100% bought into your income strategy, your plan. Yes. So working with a good financial services professional will help you understand choices that make the most sense for you. And uh, that's a big part of what we do for our clients. Excellent. Well, there certainly is a, a lot of different, uh, there are a lot of different things out there, a lot of mistakes, a lot of options that people have, right? There are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a, it's been a great show and wow, uh, this is really good. It gets you thinking and you really do. The bottom line, once again, Jeff, I think is you need a plan. You got to have a plan in place, right? That's right. Yes. And that starts with giving us a call. Our number again is 877-219-3199 and give us a call, schedule a time to come in for a complimentary consultation, a second opinion on your retirement plan. And we'll show you, are you on track? Can you do anything different to, to optimize what you have today and make the most out of what you, what you have? I think that's great. And that's a great way to end the show. However, we have to end it with one more bad dad joke. Uh, do you have one for us? Oh, yes. Yes. I've got a couple of, a couple of them here. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom, Tony? I have no idea. Because the P is silent. <laughs> last, a pterodactyl. Okay. Last one. What does a zombie vegetarian eat? I don't know. Grains. <laughs> hey, what did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? I, I don't know. Bye, son. <laughs> Bison. All right. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.